Thursday, September 26. You're listening to Culture Shift here on WDET. And today on the show, we're going to give you a bit of a breather from today's political news. We'll fill you in on a great comedy screening at the Detroit Film Theater this weekend. But up first, let's check in with the one and only Bruce Campbell. The actor is best known for his role as the brawny Ash Williams in Sam Raimi's cult classic Evil Dead. And the Royal Oak native returns home today for a night of storytelling and a screening of Evil Dead 2. He's going to be at the Royal Oak Music Theater tonight for our award-winning series In the Groove. I spoke with Campbell about the music he grew up with in Michigan and what's on his playlist today. Music. Yeah, I was a sock boy at the Walnut Lake Market, uh, West Bloomfield, and um, that that was on the, the airwaves. So a summer place is forever engraved in my head, you know. Yeah, da, 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 da. And I, it doesn't bother me. It's actually a very soothing, uh, kind of a meatloaf type music. I actually don't mind music. Yeah, it brings you back to that, that time as a stock boy? It calms me down, yeah. It takes me back to a simpler time. <laughs> I think that's why music was invented, to calm people down. I think so, but then I think uh, in the approach to calming people down, it also annoys some people to such a degree that it makes them angry, and thus well, maybe violent. The, you know, the Beatles, I'm sure, are, are, are just are mortified at the elevator music that they have spawned. What else were you listening to when you weren't working? My dad's music, which was kind of Dave Brubecky. Uh, he wasn't really a Motown guy. You know, I think he was a little older um, Motown. I was a little young for Motown. So we sort of skipped the Motown gap until later. But yeah, kind of Dave Brubecky. Um, light stuff, you know, jazzy, mainstream, uh, Dean Martiny, a lot of croonery stuff. So I, I still, you know, I don't know how much of an influence our parents' music has on us, but I think it is substantial because... I basically listened to my dad's music. So I, that kind of surprises me. I would have thought that maybe you came from like a Bob Seger rock and roll kind of background. No, I missed the uh, WRIF uh, phase. Like the only time I listened to rock and roll was uh, working on developing photography in Mike Ditz's uh, dark room, also in my neighborhood, because he was a photographer. And I thought it was really cool, you know, this process of actually developing photographs and we would put WRAF on. So he was a, you know, classic rock kind of guy. I certainly appreciate it. You know, Bob Seeger, nothing wrong with that. Uh, certain playlists that I'll go into, if I go into a bar, you scan the audience and like Seeger will almost always work in any bar. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I want to hear about, you know, as you were a teenager here in Michigan, you know, driving around is kind of like the thing that you do so often. The, the, the hip kids would listen to music. Mike Ditz and I, again, old childhood friend, we would cruise Woodward and listen to the CB radio and talk on the CB radio. Oh, uh, no. That was the thing to do. And then if you had a car worth anything, you parked at 13 in Woodward and uh, you put the hood up. And I think to some degree it's still done. But it was a ritual Saturday night. Uh, you'd cruise Woodward, <laughs> causing no trouble whatsoever. But that was the thing to do. Don't you ever to the radio when the big 
I think at some point, when I first moved to California, at Los Angeles, to you know get more entrenched as a professional actor, it was uh, classical because uh, it helped driving through traffic, weaving in and out to you know Beethoven. It actually kind of worked. So you know, I've never been. Oh, I, you know what? Here's the face. Uh, early teenage years, uh, stereo headphones came in. Stereo systems came in and if you tune the thing in correctly the red light would go on that meant you were fully tuned in to whatever so i listened to hockey games on wgr but then i would listen to you know wnic or whatever and listen to the carpenters and my dad just got these new headphones that you could blow air into and make it fit your head supposedly and so the carpenters is what i heard and it never sounded better you know, people think the Carpenters is light and fluffy. Listen to that in, in full stereo. She's the most beautiful voice ever. So I got I got duped into really mellow, easy music, and I've never changed. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, today it's uh, it's Burt Kempfert. Who's Burt Kempfert? And you're like, yeah, you're like, who's Burt Kempfert? All you got, look him up. There's a I listen to the Burt Kempfert channel on Pandora while I swim. It's the most fabulous channel ever. It's basically easy breezy. Groovy 60s music. It's basically, you know, it's a hipster cocktail party. It's music that hipsters listen to now. Take it all back now. So um, Motown came in driving a cab. I drove a cab here in Detroit, 77, 78, for Southfield Cab, and uh, did the night shift so that, you know, 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. So that was Motown all night. Oh, man, what was that, that like? Was, uh, that was awesome. Uh, Alan Allman, I think, was the night shift guy. But they, you know, WNIC, WOMC, they all played Motown. And at night, you know, they played a lot of it. So Motown was a great staple. Yeah. Well, I got to hear a story from that time now that it, even it doesn't have to do with music when you're driving a cab. It was uh, great for the formative years. Um, we wanted to be able to get, raise money for movies and stuff like that. So we wanted our days available. So the concept of driving a cab was very kind of romantic to a young man in his formative years. Like, it was exciting, like you'd pick up drunks and strippers and you'd have stories and they would proposition you. And a lot of weird crap actually happened. I never got robbed. It was a, a great sociological slice of Detroit in 77, 78. So last question, how do you feel that uh, growing up in Metro Detroit and, and working in, in the city, do you do you feel like you take that with you? Uh, oh, you know, yeah. Now? Oh, I'm so not apologetic for Detroit. You know, I worked as a production assistant pretty much from, you know, the mid-70s uh, in Detroit for, you know, 10 years or so. And I, I got to know every shred of the city, good parts, bad parts, because we would go downtown. All the laboratories were on West Grand Boulevard and places like that. And I just thought it was an amazing city, crumbling as it was. But uh, I worked on a bunch of campaigns, even in the 70s, you know, Detroit, uh, trying to save the city. And I'm glad now. I think it's finally... You know, from what I hear, it's really starting to kick some butt. So 
it's great. So I, my takeaway from Detroit is people who are willing to work hard and endure extremely cold weather. Actor Bruce Campbell, best known for his roles in the Evil Dead films. He will be at the Royal Oak Music Theater tonight for a night of storytelling and a screening of Evil Dead 2. You're listening to Culture Shift here on 1019 WDET.